hey gang that's holly and that's brooke and this is the macabre cast and i'm nikon for episode 26 welcome 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 back yes we've made it past being 25 which is the age we all are that is true our podcast is almost not a spinster anymore I know. I know you told me that fact like a week ago, but I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about it either. For everyone who doesn't know, apparently the definition of a spinster is an unmarried woman, woman, women, unmarried women, uh, (laughs) band name called it, unmarried woman between the ages of 23 and 26. So, you know. I simply am a spinster i mean same i guess i've been thinking about posting on instagram and saying in my spinster era because <laughs> i think it'd be funny i think you should <laughs> i think it would be great but i feel like it would also be great if you had like an outfit that went for it like your little spinster outfit a, sp- a spinster outfit what yeah my... i don't even know what that would be my ankles are not allowed to show <laughs> No, you're trying to show that ankle because you're a spinster now. Oh, I see. You're trying to attract someone. You're trying to attract a mate. Yeah, but I'm a spinster. Am I trying to attract... I'm not trying to attract anyone. <laughs> I'm trying to be unseen. <laughs> Tragic. Do not see. Do not observe. Do not, I want simply... Do not perceive me. Yeah, don't want to be perceived. Nice. That was unnecessary. Anyways... <laughs> That was highly necessary. Anyways, welcome back to our selves. In our 26th and our, episode. Yeah. Um, Do we have any corrections? That's a good question. I Not thought that we, I heard. I thought we had something we wanted to say, but I don't remember it, so I guess we don't. Yeah, to be completely honest, I'm struggling to remember what I even talked about. Um, Let's see. Brooke did the psych house, and then you did... Um, it was something that was also upset. Agatha Christie. Yeah. Agatha. No, no, that was no. the that was time before. before. Shit. No, no, it was Love Canal. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember now. <laughs> that I feels was... like it was five million years ago. I was also going to say, Agatha Christie wasn't upsetting enough. No, Love Canal was. Very um, upsetting. That's so true. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think I had any major corrections. Hopefully. I think you don't, then. Yeah. So what are our contenders? We are, well, I don't, I do know what you're talking about. We coordinated Uh, a little bit this time. Just a little bit, because these are both topics that we already wanted to do, but it would be good for us to do them together. Um, For no reason at all. Just because we want to make lots of soap puns. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry, there is something I need to say. okay. Before we do this. Happy Pride. It is now officially oh, Pride. That's what we were <laughs> for the um, like time that we're recording this. It's yes. Pride now. I, I think it's been Pride for like it's been Pride. Like uh, my episode came out. Yeah. On yeah. Pride, on like Pride, on pride, pride first. Four. <laughs> Not on Pride first. On Pride like four. Yeah, that's right. I am realizing too that um, so we had talked about wanting to do some like uh, queer specific topics. Yes. For like pride month mm-hmm. um however we are terrible at realizing what time of well, the year it is and what date it is and generally managing time that is so funny as a concept my job is like schedule oh mine too yeah uh, <laughs> but 
We, d- I think so. I mean, stay tuned. Yeah. Gays. Yeah. And and non-gays. If you're if you're here for some reason. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a few strays out there. You know. Yeah. But I Daniel. think. <laughs> I think these next two episodes are going to cover the month of June, but after that we're probably gonna just be extending pride because pride is all year yeah. round in my life yeah and i mean so, also we'll be recording the next episode during pride yeah but they won't be getting it i know but we'll still be recording it then. yeah no this is irrelevant all of this is irrelevant but the last the the last week of pride month we will release a pride episode yes. that's what it's gonna be yeah and it'll be two probably two of them so yeah um so look for that. Look for that later. But for now, before we, you know, before we descend into our, like, true loves, which is gay shit, mm-hmm. first we gotta clean off all the gross stuff. Yeah. And you have to do that with soap. Yes. Gotta soap up. And we have some very soap-themed um, <laughs> episodes Episodes. Uh, mine... We'll be talking about uh, Leonarda, who is the soap maker of Correggio, I think is what she's is what the the name of the city is, um, who is a serial killer and made her victims into soap. And Brooke will be doing. I will be talking about saponification. And Crescent Lake, Washington, and the the Lady of the Lake. Yes, excellent. Some very, some very clean topics. Mine is. <laughs> I, I would just like to clarify that my the soap, quote unquote, that I'm going to be talking about is not the kind of soap you'll be cleaning yourself with. Unfortunately, Holly's is. <laughs> yeah, uh, very unfortunately, it should not be the type of soap you clean yourself yeah. with. But no one knew, so. So, uh, shall we? Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. I'll say my comment during when you're actually no, talking you about your thing. Go for it. I was just going to say, I thought she was just using the soap for herself. No, no, she sold it. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> oh, so I wanted to ask did she have a barber shop by you're chance? You're giving as it well? all away before we even talk <laughs> about this it. This is not a relevant question. I'm asking if she's secretly <laughs> Sweeney Todd. <laughs> no, she's so not. She thinks- there was a soap plot in Sweeney Todd. Well, you see, that's no, that's the alternate version. They've changed it from Barber Pie from Barber Soap. Okay, Barber Pie. Because Sweeney Todd does the barber and the pie. Honestly, we're having a lot of band name ideas that are pretty yeah. good this episode. Just saying. But I guess we need to start a band now, guys. But anyways, um, I don't know, Nikon. Seems mm-hmm. like someone already started a band. I was in two in California. Yeah. Okay. So, shall we fight for our topics? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god, yes, let's go. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, players ready? Hi. Oh, Brooke's in a alternative position. I always do it this way, because I can't do it in front of me. <laughs> okay, everybody ready? Yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot! I can't tell. Okay, we have rock to rock. It's a tie. Round two. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Holly puts oh. paper, Brooke brings out scissors. No. Snip, snip, bitch. <laughs> well, shit. Brooke, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Shockingly. 
Shocky. Rude. And have a little sip of my beverage. Tinkle, tinkle in the... Shocky. That's a lot of gin. All right. Clean out from the inside, too, you know, with the gin. Oh, yeah. Gotta do some disinfectant. That's why I always just chug vodka when I get sick. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) God. Well, anyways, for my episode, I'm going to be talking about a sort of like scientific phenomenon connected to what is sort of a crime Mm -hmm. slash spooky thing. Excellent. So let's start with the sources. Um... I have read this, so I, I'm, I used this article, but I've actually read this article before on Atlas Obscura, because sometimes, like, late at night when I have insomnia, I'll just, like, read Atlas Obscura articles. Nice. So, Atlas Obscura, there's a great, um, like, whole thing in there about soap on a bone, how corpse wax forms. I hate calling it corpse wax, but... Go on. I mean, I hate calling it soap on a bone more. Mm. Somehow soap on a bone is more okay with me. Well. (laughs) Not with me, but okay. Yeah, it's none of it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also used a lot of information from the, I think it's pronounced, do you know what the U with the two dots above it sound like? Yeah. Yeah, what does it Mm -hmm. make? Mm -hmm. What, can I see the word? If it is, it's ooh, right? Yeah, it's like a. Yeah, it's Double O. So, Ooh. yeah, so mm. the Pennsylvania Mütter Museum. Mütter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have a ton of really amazing things there, but they do have a few um, saponified bodies there um, on display. Uh, also, I am citing an article from the website Curio City. Oh, which kills oh. me. I, I think that name is hilarious. Like, <laughs> I really went for it. Like curiosity, but curiosity, like with like a city. a city. Yeah. Okay. I That's love wild. it. <laughs> and then vintage news, vintage news, like the website article by Stefan Andrews, and then I used also findagrave.com, which is a great website. Nice. And I mainly used the Lady of the Lake article by Mavis Amundsen on historylink.org, which is a great website as well. Okay, yeah. I like History Link. History Link is awesome. I love that website. Holly and I keep kicking each other. I'm we so, both. so on it. On History Link. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a joke, because I, I don't thought... do research. <laughs> oh I God. thought you meant on Brooke and I kicking each other. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Because we both just keep swinging our feet. We can't so sit still. This feels good. I mean, I'm I'm playing Switch while we're doing this, That's so yeah. I get it. Well, for today's little crime, mm-hmm. uh, or the location that we're going to be mainly in, we don't have to go very far. Oh. Because Crescent Lake, Washington nice. is located on the northern tip of the Olympic Peninsula. Mm-hmm. It's a small lake. Uh, it's on the edge of, of the Olympic National Park. It's included in it. Uh, it's only 18 miles west of Port Angeles. Mm-hmm. It's actually like right in between Port Angeles and Forks. If you, if you want, you can picture a like twilight moment there. Yeah, Nikon and I went on a hike there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was Crescent Lake, but it was really close to there. Yeah, uh, the lake was actually developed from a massive glacier. 
um, and the landslide, and it's known to be like crystal blue, like crystal clear blue, like water, um, like cobalt blue. Oh, wow. And it's a massive 600 feet deep. That's very deep. It's very deep for a very thin lake. Yeah. It's not very like large in width. Yeah. (laughs) But it's very deep. Mm-hmm. For context, I looked up the deepest lake in Washington, which is apparently Lake Chelan. Oh, nice. Um, which is 1,500 feet deep. And then the deepest lake in all of the Pacific Northwest is obviously Crater Lake, Oregon, which mm-hmm. is um, 1,900 feet deep. But that's actually not that... I mean, it's a lot, but it's 1,500 feet compared to 1,900 feet between like Lake Chelan and Crater Lake. It's I not thought that it would big be of a difference. Yeah, yeah, I thought it would be more. Crater Lake's really pretty. Yeah. yeah. I like the hat. I love a good lake. The wizard cone hat thing. I love a, I love a good hat. Anyway, that's not true. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I just kicked Nikon now. I was like, who was that? <laughs> Which one of you is kicking? Which one of you? But you know, those are those are big boy lakes. Crescent Lake, you know, six hundred feet's nothing to sneeze at. It's a medium boy lake. Yeah, yeah, it's a medium boy. Uh, apparently, it's a like chef's kiss fishing spot too gross yeah um which brings back lots of memories it brings back lots of painful memories for both brooke and i (laughs) i'm pretty sure also for nikon yeah (laughs) does anyone go fishing with their like parental figure and not hate it people who aren't traumatized one of actually i think he is but one of my friends from california he does so weird but it's me. also weird because he got his dad into fishing yeah well he I was guess the one who liked i it. have some i have a few good fishing memories i don't i almost got pulled into the lake by a trout one time nice <laughs> damn i was pretty little so uh, oh i have one good fishing memory it's from when i was like four or five though congratulations did yeah. you catch it no oh but i was i got to play with the worms fishing's not about the catch it it's was about, about playing the, with the worms yeah 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 and picking out the bait that you liked the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the best... Uh, and my Snoopy pole. What's the... <laughs> fuck. The thing with the hooks on it. Your fishing pole? <laughs> I'm sorry. The thing with the hooks on it is the fishing... No. No, <laughs> like the thing you tie at the end of the line. Like, the hook? The hook? No, but you know you get the, the, fa- the fancy ones that look like fish, too, and they have oh, like, a bunch of fish the... hooks on it? Um, you mean, like, the, the, like, flashing baits and, like, that are, like, metal and, yeah. yeah. I just really liked looking at those at, like, the marina shops when I was a kid. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I always loved looking at them. I wanted them to find ones. the and, coolest And, like, the fly fish. fishing ones. Yes. And, yeah, okay. That shit was cool. That's true. I like the high tech. I thought you were talking about the hook, and I was like Nikon. No, I, I did realize. <laughs> That's why I said always. fishing pole because you're like the hooks are on, and I was like, what do you mean? That's what the hooks on the fishing pole. I was like, what do you mean? Oh God, we're a mess. We're doing great. We're doing great today, gang. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to Crystal Lake. Or yes. not Crystal Lake, Crescent Lake. Crescent. I kept calling it Crystal Lake because of Friday the Thirteenth, and then Holly was like, I've never seen it before, and I was like, ah, me neither. Whatever, it's fine. So. One particular shocking day in 1940, you know, there were, there were, some, there were some fishermen out on the lake. They're mm-hmm. vibing, catching some fish, probably playing with the worms. I don't know. You, you never know. All right. Well, a blanketed package floated to the surface. Hmm. I don't like that. So they, they reeled it in, brought it ashore. They reeled it. Yeah. 
I'm imagining them like using their they, fishing line. <laughs> to, like, I don't know catch if that's it. true. I'm sure they like trawled over yeah. to it and then got it. But no, I'm sure they were just sitting there casting <laughs> for it <laughs> over and over. That's so ridiculous. I got it. Uh, so after they brought it to shore, everybody kind of came up and like people were crowding around. It was a nice, you know, mm-hmm. it was a nice day. Lots of people there crowding around. They, they were horrified to find. The body of a woman preserved in a malleable shell of wax. I don't oh. like that. Yeah. And I, I would say, quote unquote, preserved because... She still looked pretty dead? She was... She didn't have a face anymore. <laughs> okay. She looks, okay. That's pretty dead. She's pretty dead. Yeah. book. So, uh, like, preserved like mummies are preserved, where it's oh, not we'll like they look... Oh, we'll get to all those details. Okay. Oh, yeah. hopefully. Uh, I'm glad we ate before this. Yes. <laughs> so, she was wrapped in a bunch of blankets. She was hogtied. Oh, no. And she was weighed down by, like, all these blankets wrapped around her and the heavy rope that was wrapped around her as well. Oh. Um, before we get to her story, I want to talk about this wax stuff. Can I ask her a quick clarification? Yeah. What does hogtied mean? You've never been hogtied before? I don't think so. Is that where they, like, tie all your limbs behind you? Yeah. Oh. I don't think I have been. But anyways. Yeah. That answers my question. My siblings used to, um... Would they hogtie you up? Not, like, with official ties, but they would, like, hold my limbs together. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I'm picturing, like, little you. Because little Holly was, like, a scary, feral beast. Honestly, I can see why they did it. (laughs) My brothers and I used to hogtie each other. I don't think that's, like, a typical childhood experience. No, but we also grew up learning how to, like, rope things. Yeah. Before we get into the blanketed body story, her story, I want to talk about this weird wax stuff. Because I bone love soap. it. Bone soap. It's not bone soap. What? It's, it's not bone soap. soap. It's flesh soap. Oh, I thought you said bone soap. No, Why no. was I right? Corpse about? wax? Is that yeah. <laughs> well, you said corpse wax and another thing. Soap, soap on a bone? Soap on a bone. That's what it Please, was. the bone can't be the soap. Because it's still there. I I mixed up the words. Well, that, (laughs) what Holly is calling bone wax. No, I said bone soap. Or sorry, bone soap. Boat. Is called, what I believe is pronounced adiposir. Mm. Uh, Adiposir? No, adiposir. Okay. Because adipose is a word, too. You've probably seen that word before. What? you never seen the word adipose before? I've seen it in Doctor Who. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> the adipose, they're the little fat babies. Yeah, it's like fat. Nikon, I, we I really need to watch, watch Doctor I was, Who. <laughs> I want to watch it sometime with you. Well, the body was coated in adipocere. Mm-hmm. And that is essentially a wax that develops from fat and skin tissues, which actually left this woman with a completely unrecognizable face. Hmm. Sort of like just gone. Ugh, that's disturbing. Yeah, that uh, people without faces like disturb me on a different kind of level like in media when they do that. Yeah, like blind yeah. man. That was blind manner, right? Where they Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That was freaky. 
I looked up the Latin for this word because I love doing that. Yeah. I love entomology. Uh, Etymology. Etymology. I'm sorry. What did I say? Entomology. That's the bugs. That's the bugs. Oh, that's the bugs thing. I also like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Adeps, A-D-E-P-S, means fat mm. in Latin. And seer, C-E-R-E, means wax. So it's oh, okay. quite literally like fat and wax just slapped together. Wax fat. Um, all of this is due to a scientific phenomenon <laughs> called saponification. Uh, the truncated version of what this is is going to be described by me, who doesn't know much about science. Nice. So I always liked science, but I was never good at it. So <laughs> there's that. Here are the few components that a corpse has to be exposed to in order for saponification to begin okay first anaerobic bacteria Mm. which are germs that can survive and grow where there's no oxygen um an example of other germs like that are like tetanus or gangrene like when you have like an open wound that has like um oxygen lack Mm -hmm. of oxygen no oxygen rich blood then yeah you get sick etc etc other things that you need are a warm slash damp alkaline environment or pH basic environment. So being in a lake. Yes. Basic. And main things can either be essentially like being in in soil or in water. Okay. Is where it occurs. In rote, first body fat, which fat itself is a basic as mm-hmm. itself, is exposed to an environment with low oxygen levels and warm slash damp conditions, which is most commonly soil or underwater, mm-hmm. then oh, <laughs> anaerobic bacterial hydrolysis of fat turns hydrolysis. into... Hydrolysis. Holly's right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You did. It's fine. <laughs> anaerobic bacteria... Bacterial... Mm-hmm. Whatever you called it. Hydrolysis. That. Of the fat turns it into what is a soft and gray colored wax that starts. It starts out soft, but eventually it becomes flaky and brittle. No. Which is gross to me because it's like the gross (laughs) bar of soap in a gross man's shower. Yeah. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's like that one person that I knew in high school who I found out that he only used a bar of soap to clean himself including as shampoo like like a dove bar of soap for his whole for his whole everything i hate that it was it and he was like why would i need shampoo i have this dove bar of soap that's so disgusting how much were they paying him i don't know probably nothing yeah his family was rich too. They lived in a gated community. Yikes. Yeah, that's, so like, that's so like typical man yeah. of like where we grew up though. Yeah, like you can afford shampoo. It's <laughs> he, it's it's that he just doesn't want to. Yeah, disgusting. Disgusting. He probably didn't wash his ass anyways too. Probably so not. That soap wasn't even going where it was supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say just like Zeus, and then I was like, Zeus actually does wash his ass. Though. Good for Zeus. Good for Zeus. Good for Zeus. Zeus is doing better than many men. I know. That's true. Okay, I found my spot. I lost my spot. Over time, 
basically what happens is the body's moisture is like sucked outward which helps like produce the wax Mm -hmm. and then once it's basically encased in it the body's decay process is limited because it's not exposed to anything anymore yeah. it's just trapped inside of like a vacuum seal <laughs> it's just soup um it's not soup actually it really? dries up oh um, oh because all of the moisture is going, going to the out wax. into yeah. the wax yeah and then you know is expelling outward from yeah. outside of the sh- shell and like becoming brittle over yeah. time um so it wasn't until the 17th century when microscopes were more available um, that they started to figure out the chemical process of this. Mm. And that's actually when they like start figured it out and identified it okay. back in the 17th century, which I think is pretty cool. So 1600s? Yeah, so the 1600s. Wow. I know. Um, the most ex- famous examples, at least, and I will say, of course, this is coming from like Western knowledge, yeah. obviously. Um, but the most famous examples of saponified bodies are the soap man and the soap lady. <laughs> wow. Wow. Who creative names. There are only two genders. There are only soap two. and soap. Soap and soap. There's one gender. <laughs> There's so- only one gender soap. It's soap, but it's spelled differently. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. S-O-P-E. <laughs> uh, so... Both of these, the soap man and the soap lady, they're rumored to be from (laughs) the beginning of the 1800s. And this is that quote that I read aloud to you when we were both researching together. And for the background knowledge, we try not to tell each other anything when we're researching, but sometimes we research in the same room and we have to have like a hard time not saying something. Yeah, it's hard to not just blurt out fun facts that we're looking at. But it was so funny because in this article, they were like, at first, they were super confident that the soap man and the soap lady, which were discovered separately, like, they're not together. Um, they're just, I don't want it to sound like they're, like, a couple or something. They're not together. <laughs> they're not together. They're married. Um, or that they were, like, associated at all. No. But I would died at this article because they were, like, they were so confident that it was from this part of, like, the 1700s. And then... <laughs> Immediately following that sentence, they were like, they were wrong. <laughs> it was so funny. And I, it was only like a 30-year difference. And I was like, that's like not very They're nice. They're real harsh. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. I loved it. Uh, the Soap Man is on display in the Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History. Nice. So you can see him there um, in like a, a, a glass case that's um, sealed so that mm-hmm. it can't be exposed to anything hermetically sealed yeah um the soap lady is on display at the um mutter what yeah yeah museum in philadelphia uh and her face is haunting that's all i'm gonna say i love it it haunts me i'm gonna post a picture of it but i might put a content warning (laughs) because i got like jump scared by her face is this the one you showed me Yeah, that's that's fair. Her mouth a content is like warning super might open be, yeah, in a really scary way. It's it's jarring in the type of way where you're like, oh, I like I know that people's mouths open, but this is like unlatched, and her soul is like leaving her body. Yeah, it's, it's like, very it's, like it's very like Harry Potter Dementor like yeah. situation looking. Yeah. Like a cavity, just like a of nothingness. Yeah, it's <laughs> scary. Just, it's because her face is gone. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Other cool facts that I have. 
are that it's most common in women, infants, and overweight people because of fat content, which is obvious, oh. but it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because we be out here thick. Yeah. The women's. The women's. <laughs> As that it should extra be. fat content. Hell yeah. Um, and infants, hopefully. You want babies to be fat, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. That's ideal. No babies. I Brooke do. hates babies. I hate babies. I hate them. She thinks they're all ugly. I, think, I do. I was cute. Yeah, Nikon was cute. That picture of <laughs> <laughs> I look at it sometimes. <laughs> Nikon had the biggest cheeks. It's iconic. <laughs> Adiposier, in general, is being further researched by archaeologists, which I think is really cool. Nice. Um, according to a bunch of researchers, adiposier is a big issue for cemeteries. Oh. Because even though I feel like people don't talk about it, people don't talk about this, but they reuse burial plots. Yeah. yeah. I've Every like about few it. decades, yeah. which I think is hilarious. Like, at what point are they like, all right, time to dig them up? Aunt Sonia needs to like, yeah, get out of here. Get like, what do you do out. with it then? I mean, it's supposed to be like. So I found out that it's basically <laughs> this is planned to be when the bodies are fully skeletal after the soft tissues have decomposed, which in decomp level, like decomposition levels, that's the dry remains level. Mm-hmm. In which, what do you do with the bones then? Do they just, like, shove them to the side and put a new casket down there? I mean, maybe they just cremate them at that point. I guess. I think, I feel like it... Kai have. It makes me, like... <laughs> <Kai have> some? <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable because I'm, like, there are a lot of people whose religions are... And, like, afterlife is exactly. centered around the... your your bones remaining intact and together and also like that's that's what worries me is like well if you're taking it out of there like are you making sure that they all stay together because it makes me nervous when (laughs) it's like (laughs) just a loose one like like what if there was like a bone left behind yeah like that makes me uncomfortable yeah well and that's like very it's very important to like a number of religions so and and i would feel like you know, even if it's not a religious reason, like, generally, I feel like people are, wouldn't want to be disturbed. Yeah. So, it's something to think about. Yeah. Um, in 2008, several German graveyards ran into an issue where the climate had been particularly warm and damp that, that yeah. like, for a longer period of time uh, during this, like, s- couple of se- sequence of years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the bodies were encased in corp- corpse wask corpse wax and therefore not decomposing so they like tried to dig them all up and they were just like pods of like wax which i think is like horrifying Uh, yeah (laughs) to imagine just like oh i gotta go especially if you didn't know what that process is and it's just like oh sometimes bodies just turn into wax yeah that's scary I feel like that's where you get lots of superstition from yeah Yeah, exactly exactly um definitions aside I want to get back to the faceless lady, Mm. the lady of the lake. She is known as the lady of the lake. I guess they coined that name. It's, it's obviously based on the like King Arthur lady of the lake stuff, but like she's the lady of the lake. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I think she deserves a little more attention. So I want to tell about her life a little bit. There's not like tons, but what I could find, I'm pretty excited about. Uh, so it was July 6th. 1940 when her body resurfaced in Crescent Lake. 
and she was discovered by those two local fishermen. So it was like the middle of the summer. That's why there was like tons of people there. It was yeah. a public lake, you know, public park. Um, after the, um, I guess you could call it this, after she was um, unearthed. <laughs> Exhumed. <laughs> Exhumed. Uh, she was taken to Port Angeles, where medical student, student Harlan McNutt, LOL. <laughs> nice. Examined her, and his findings were the upper lip, upper face, cheeks, nose, and eyes were gone on her okay. face. So, like, basically anything squishy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the exposed portions of her hands... Like, and I think they mean exposed from the wax, like the tips of her fingers were like gone. So her hands were like short. Oh, okay. Um, and so that actually ruled out the use of fingerprinting. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, despite the lack of ed- evidence that they could use to define who she was, McNutt noted, I'm sorry, I can't say it normally. It's a stupid name. No, <laughs> I, I'm sure he's lovely. <laughs> McNutt noted that near freezing temperatures of the lake was what preserved her body within the wax. Um, and he actually was able to identify because she was still looking okay and not like fully mummified yet. Yeah. Um, he identified several defense wounds and strangulation marks on her. Oh my gosh. Which is fucking cool. Yeah. Which is fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, luckily, she had a complete maxillary dental plate. Oh, okay. Maxillary is the um, top portion yeah. of your jaw, not your lower. Your lower is mandibular, mandible. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would a dental plate is sort of like a denture, like a partial denture. Mm-hmm. So she she had it still in her mouth, like it was still there. Nice. It was in good condition. Uh, and that actually proved to be one of the most important clues to her identity. Was it like, did it have a serial number or something? No, but, or? um, well, I don't know exactly how that works. Yeah. <laughs> like if there was a number or it was like, you know, back then I'm sure things were a little bit more handcrafted. That's true. So yeah. people would know their own handiwork. Um, her name was Hallie Latham Illingworth. Nice. Uh, she was born January 8th, 1901. Wow. To a couple of young farmers in Greenville, Kentucky. Greenville, Kentucky? Yeah. In her youth, Hallie moved a lot looking for a better life in the West. Hmm. Seems like she, a lot of articles, and I think it's like super salty, they would give her all of the last names that she's had. And I feel like that's just them roasting her for having multiple failed marriages, which is like low key rude. Yeah. Um, Because I've seen, like, Latham, I think, is her maiden name, and Illingworth, I know, was her um, last husband's name. Yeah. But I've seen it where she has two other names in between those, and I'm like, that seems kind That's of rude. That's just petty. That's... <laughs> that seems kind of unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but after many years of soul searching mm. and two failed marriages... Yeah. 35-year-old Hallie landed a waitressing job at Lake Crescent Tavern, which still stands today as Lake Crescent Lodge. Oh, wow. Here, or where she was at the Olympic Peninsula, Hallie had high hopes for a new and successful life. Hmm. Aw. Hallie met her third husband, Montgomery, quote, Monty is what I'll call him, Jay Illingworth, during one of her shifts at the tavern. Monty Illingworth. He was a beer truck driver... And he was a known ladies' man. Ugh. Oh. 
So he wooed her with a good time. Okay. With a good time. And like I said, she, uh, people, a lot of articles are like she had a, a penchant for picking bad men. Okay, but... Which is like, I feel like that's just... Men. That's just like men. That's just men. <laughs> Especially back then. Yeah. Yeah. They were married on June 16th, 1936. Okay. So, you know, she... She picked a bad guy again. Mm-hmm. Shocker, apparently. Why you Why you made that face? You're chewing. <laughs> don't have to eat them if you don't want to. She no, I mocked. like them. Okay. Well, their marriage was tempestuous. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of articles described it as volatile. Um, it was only five months into their marriage that the police were called to break up an early morning fight. Oh, yikes. Which was lovely. Um, she often arrived at work with bruises on her face, arms, black eyes, mm. blah, blah, blah. After only a year and a half, with Christmas just r- around the corner on December 21st, 1937, she disappeared. So he killed her. Yeah. According to Monty, she had run off with another man. Oh, okay. With no body to prove him wrong. You know, they granted him a divorce, and he immediately moved to California with another woman. Oh. He just, like, got over the heartbreak mm-hmm. of being cheated of on. his wife. So fast. Yeah. And, and, you know, his it was wife actually... Being missing. It was actually his... Her friend's roommate that he ran away mm. with. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So he killed her. <laughs> yeah. So, three years later, her body resurfaced, and it was discovered, as we know... Luckily, uh, they found a chief piece of evidence, which was that denture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, they tracked her somehow back to a dentist in South Dakota. Oh, damn. Who identified their work and had her records mm-hmm. and was able to identify that that was her. Wow. Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, That's wild. Yeah, after a year-long search for him, Monty Illingworth was tracked down in Long Beach, California on October 26th, 1941. He was arrested and he was taken into custody in L.A. And then after questioning, he was charged with murder and extradited to Port Angeles to await trial for Hallie's murder. Good. Yeah. Woohoo. It was a nine-day trial with the following results. No. The way you're saying this makes me nervous. The defense. According to him, the dead woman wasn't Hallie, and he swore she was still alive the last time he saw her. Okay. She could have still been alive the last time he saw her, and that could be Hallie. There's no reason to say both, unless you did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there was also, there was, um, a, you know, credible witness against the defense, which was that dentist from South Dakota. Yeah. Who insisted the dental plate was of their own making. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know exactly, it didn't say, like, exactly how they identified that, but you might be right that it was a serial number or it was a craftsmanship thing. I yeah, have no like idea. Yeah, like some sort of stamp, like yeah. they would put on furniture yeah. type sure. of thing. Yeah, like an embossed thing. Yeah. Yeah, probably. 
Um, additional evidence against the defense was friends of Hallie I did identify the clothes on the body as belonging to Hallie as well. Okay. So there's that, so, yeah. which is great. But the key evidence against the defense was the rope he used to tie her up and weigh her down, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Monty had... <laughs> fucking idiot. Good. He had borrowed... Question mark? Borrowed? I don't know. Was he going to give it back? Okay. <laughs> um, 50 feet of rope from a storekeeper at the lake. Oh, my god. And gosh. the storekeeper remembered this and had more of that rope left, so they compared the fibers, and it was a match. Yeah, he probably remembered it, because he was like, I never got my 50 feet of rope back. Yeah, and it was, like, only three years ago, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, he probably could be like, yeah, that's the four guy years ago. Yeah. who stole my fucking rope. Yeah, exactly. So, after only four hours of deliberation, which I, I would say only, because normally I feel like juries at least wait it out a little bit longer. Yeah. They get the, you know, they have their pizza party. Ah, uh, yes, pizza party in 1941. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On March 5th, 1942, the jury found Monty guilty of second-degree murder with a sentence of life in prison at Washington State Penitentiary in Walla Walla. Wow. Good. I'm honestly surprised that they convicted him because I have such little faith in juries. Oh, Brooke's slowly sipping. It makes me nervous. He Was he paroled? Is that... Unfortunately, after o- only nine years in prison, uh, he uh, was paroled. Oh, yeah. Gross. Then just a huge 23 more whole-ass life later, mm. he died on November 5th, Kevin Jonas's birthday, obviously, 1974. I don't like him. Not that... Not that Kevin Jonas was born 1974, but that November 5th 5th is Kevin Jonas' birthday. I just always remember that (laughs) for no reason. (laughs) Um, He did not fucking deserve to live freely for 23 years, quote-unquote free. No, I don't think anyone who hogties someone and dumps them in a lake after being, like, abusive towards them. Yeah, all I wrote was, but at least the bastard's dead. Yeah. Yep. Good. Because if not, I'd kill him. <laughs> got it on. We got... Did everybody get that? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. This was a 26-episode sham <laughs> to get me on record. Oh <laughs> we <God>. got him. <laughs> Finally, um, after all that work. <laughs> so, um, criminologist Hollis Fultz was a... Uh, had a big hand in figuring this whole thing out, locating Monty, etc. He was he was with the Washington State Attorney General's office. Okay. Um he believes this is his after all of his, you know, work, all of his research, his personal belief on this is that the murder was not premeditated, mm-hmm. but rather a quote crime of passion, which mm, I don't like that phrase, but you know I what I mean. I hate the phrase crime Me of too. passion because passion is always has like a positive yeah like at least mostly positive connotation Mm -hmm. and to call something a crime of passion like lessens the crime it lessens the crime yes exactly and that that's not really a term i think people use as much anymore yeah um but that that is what he's this is what this guy said um but quote unquote crime of passion uh due to a fight between hallie and monty 
resulting in a brutal beating and strangulation of Hallie. Oops, I killed her. Oh, no. Now I have to hide her because I'm a coward um, and my penis is small. Yeah. Very. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in an effort to hide the crime, of course, Monty attempted to sink her permanently in Lake Crescent, known to be a very, very deep Yeah, but he couldn't even do that, right? No. And maybe, I'll just toss a little teaser in here, maybe I'll come back and talk about other history of Crescent Lake later in a different episode, because it does have a very rich um, history in Native American lore as well. Maybe we could do another episode of lake information, because there's that that very famous lake with all of the, where, I forget the name of the lake now, but... In Washington? No, 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 not in Washington, but it's a lake that... The, there used to be a like thriving black community and then they flooded the area oh, to yeah. create a lake mm-hmm. and I want to do an episode about that lake so I'm putting it on my list okay, but cool. I just need to remember what the name of the lake is I've heard of that too but I don't know what the I name think is it either. starts with an L like Laogai? no <laughs> that's from Avatar I, <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll remember well, I, it someday. I quite literally only yeah. have one sentence left. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Hallie was officially laid to rest at Park Hill Cemetery, Vancouver, Washington, after all of the hullabaloo was over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are enough corpses out there that they are doing research on that they don't know, you know, who it is. Yeah. So I'm glad that at least she wasn't researched too much. Yeah. Because... There's plenty of ways you could get some more adipose here <laughs> and yeah. study it. Um, so I'm glad. And I have a picture of, um, I'm going to post a picture of her as uh, how she looked. Mm-hmm. I will also post the picture of her body in the blankets, like oh, okay. what, what was washed up, basically. Yeah. Um, so just a little content warning for those of you. It, it, I We never put the po- photos of the cases first uh, first so you optionally can swipe to look at um, yeah any content warning if it makes know. our grid look very s- the same but we figured it was worth it so. yeah i don't want to like i didn't want it to look messy yeah <laughs> yeah um so just for holly and nikon this is what hallie looked like oh yeah and this is her body when they found it when it washed oh oh yeah it's pretty sad and I think that her um, fingers were also, like, exposed, too. There's not really, like, a lot of fat on your fingers, so, of course, yeah. like, there wouldn't be much adipocere to c- create there. But they were also probably pointed away from her because she was yeah. hot-tied and had her hands pointed away from her, behind her. Yeah. So I, I imagine that that was probably part of it. Like, if she had had them tucked into herself... It would be different. It, yeah. it might have been concealed um Mm -hmm. and then nikon if you want to see the soap lady this it's it's kind of disturbing just fyi this is what she looks like um i will say they look like a regular mummy inside yeah um and then the mitzer museum also said that the reason why she's turned that gray color is also because pollution like sticks to it oh even though it's brittle um, even though the texture of it is really brittle, they just start looking a little bit gray over, like more dark. She actually looks like brown, fully brown now. Um, but you can even see in the picture of the soap lady, like her hair and stuff is still there, which is really cool. Because of course it wouldn't yeah. have gone away. Yeah, because where would it, it go? It would have just been trapped in yeah. 
the the fat the fat mm. all around her wax yeah it kind of reminds me of this is a really gross pregnancy thing the oh, no. p- uh, mucus plug that comes out and then your water breaks it yeah. comes out first and it's like a big goop yeah if mm-hmm. i feel like it's probably similar yeah probably i'm disturbed by pregnancy Ugh. me too i could look at the soap lady all day giving birth no no thank, thank you, you. Ch- carrying a child worse than giving birth in my opinion yeah I'm, I'm i would scared. rather give birth than yeah. to have to carry a child me too it i just the idea of something inside me moving without my consent is yeah terrifying i want to do a pregnancy body horror episode so bad oh me too yeah we got to talk about the We'll talk about who's covering what. <laughs> yeah, because gross. Also, and whether Nikon will be able to sit that one out, because they, like, legitimately hate it. <laughs> I get really uncomfortable. <laughs> I guess. Which is funny, because I don't even experience. I, there's no chance I'd ever experience any of that. But yeah. No. You can have my uterus. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it, though. <laughs> you know you want it. Anyways, oh, God. Um, well, nonetheless... That is the the lady of the lake and the story of her saponification. That was amazing. I love I love the the soap bodies. Me too. I think they're amazing. But I'm excited to hear about a different kind of soap body yeah, next week. Next yeah. week. Next week on the Macabre Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, we ready? have to put something in our um cabinets. Yeah. I'm trying to decide what I want to put in my cabinet. Mm. Obviously, wax is like a really, like, like That's, corpse yeah. wax is obviously an option. Yes. But other good options more related to maybe Hallie's story, r- some rope. Some rope. Some rope, maybe. Maybe a, a cheeky, like, Shirley Temple from the tavern she worked at. Yeah. I don't want to put that in my cabinet. No. But it's a thought. Sticky and gross. I don't like soda either. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah. um, well, you're next. Well, what are you going to put in your cabinet this what time? What were you going to put? I think I'm going to go with like the rope fibers. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think, hmm, it's very difficult. Oh, I've got mine. Okay. You go. Uh, a piece of soap in the shape of a bone. Ooh, oh, nice. 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 So Avant-garde. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soap bone. Band name called it. Soap on a bone. Yeah. Um, That's a good album name. Yeah. yeah. Soap on a bone. Uh, I think I will go with a little piece of fabric with some wax on it from the fabric that was covering Hallie. Yeah. What is it in a jar? In in a clear jar. Yes. Nice, nice, Mm -hmm. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I was thinking a clear frame, like a frame. Oh, like a shadow box. Yeah, like a shadow box. But I think a jar works better. Jar is cool. Jar is cool. Feels more clinical. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you. I was thinking you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. You're welcome for listening. I was thanking specifically (laughs) Holly. Not me. I Shout thought you were thanking no, everyone. No, no, not yet. <laughs> Thanks, Nikon. Oh. For being our producer. Yes. For playing Minecraft. And for playing Minecraft. Thank you to Lo- Lachlan. 
I guess. I yeah. brought it back, baby. I meant to say thank you to Trainer for I need some of this. No. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lachlan. Yes. For being thank a you, Lachlan. Lachlan. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Trainer, for being a trainer. For writing our music. Cause He's <laughs> not a trainer. <laughs> He's not a trainer. <laughs> Does he play Pokemon? <laughs> No, I don't think so. But thank you, Trainer, for the music. And also, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we love seeing our statistics because we're nerds. Yeah, I love looking at it. It's I love seeing what states and countries yeah, are it's very fun. popping up. Um, and I also, if you know any of you out there want to send us a message or send us a suggestion or maybe mm-hmm. your own spooky story or experience, you can send us an email to our email, which is themacabcast at gmail.com. Themacabcastpod at gmail.com. Pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can also find us on you can also find us on Instagram. I thought you were gonna say you can find us on internet. And <laughs> no, I almost said you can find us on Gmail and I was like that's this not is awful. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I was trying. It's okay. Um, you can also find us on Instagram with the same handle at the Macabcast Pod, where we will be making posts with the pictures we've been talking about, so you can follow along. Content warning! Content warning! <laughs> so many content warnings. Everywhere. You know it. Yeah. Um, but that should be that should be it, I think. Yeah, so thank you to the listeners now. Yeah, thank you to the listeners. And what's in your cabinet? Good night. You guys ready, though? Yeah. Next week on the Macabcast, <laughs> we're going to be talking about soap, but not dead bodies. Or are we? Oh, my. <laughs> the Macabcast. Catch us next week. <laughs> you have to cut that and put it at the end now. That's amazing. <laughs> It'll be the, the outro music of Nikon. Yeah. The Macabcast. As, as an Easter egg, if someone stays and listens. <laughs>